Welcome to our podcast inside SAP S4HANA. There's no product success without customer success and project success. Today, I have the pleasure to welcome two guests who've been on our podcast before, actually, uh, back then to talk about the art of cloud deployment, which was one of our very first podcasts, and to bring, at the same time, the partner point of view and the customer point of view. Today, and I think one and a half year later, they're back with us again, this time to talk about intelligent processes. Welcome back, Julia Retic and Philippe Müller from Nagaro ES. Hello. Thank you, Yannick. <laughs> Pleasure to be here again after one and a half years. And there's been a lot going on with us. <laughs> yes, so. I wanted to ask on that, Julia. Back then, the company yeah. had a different name and was actually called right. Algaier ES. So is it safe to say that a few things happened since then and what happened exactly? Yeah, a few. But before yeah. that, before that <laughs> I want to tell you the same question as a year and a half ago. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, but something that you did not tell us last time. Both of you, please. Oh, I don't actually remember what I told you. So, um, but I got something and that ties in very well with what happens uh, to our company. So the last time I've been a business development manager and now I'm a director marketing and what happened with us and what ties in there is that we had a huge brand change. So um, we joined our sister company, Nagaro, um, and became Nagaro ES, Enterprise Services, by the way. <laughs> a lot of people ask what the ES stands for. There's been some bets going on that it's uh, Spain, but no, it's Enterprise Services. So we decided to focus more on our SAP um, practices globally, and that's why we joined um, with Nagaro to be more um, flexible and agile with uh, delivering global um, services to our customers. And uh, that is why last year we, we integrated and we um, went from Alga AS to Nagari AS. And also we had a very huge milestone in December where we became an independent listed company on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange. <laughs> Well, double congratulations then. One for you for being now the marketing director and uh, to the entire company to bring that to the next level and, and joining forces. Now, looking at you, Philip, um, would you tell us something you did not reveal last time that we'd like to know about you? Yes. So uh, compared to that, my life is rather boring. So um, I did not become the marketing director because they choose the best woman for that that we can have in our company. Um, so um, I just keep concentrating on my on my business unit, uh, try to develop uh, the cloud business in, in our area to uh, make there a significant way forward uh, and make a significant footstep in that area. And we were working hard, hard on that. And um, um, trying to keep uh, my team together, um, find a good balance between fun, joy, and hard work. And, um, and I think um, we are quite successful in that area. Okay, very good. Thank you. Um, I suggest to move on with two perspectives. First of all, have the perspective at you as our uh, SP partner, uh, Nagaro, and then change the perspective and look at the market and your customers uh, on their way to a um, digital transformation with s 4 Cloud and in Intelligent Enterprise overall, um, if it's fine with you. And I'd like to start with um, asking you about maybe success factor, because you mentioned last time that was on the journey. Where are you now on the success factor journey? 
Yes. Um, uh, we're still on that journey, and uh, we actually figured out um, that it was a good approach for us to take one piece after the other, just just um, as big the pieces as the, the company can digest them. So, um, and as the business and our, our current business allows us to do these internal projects, um, as you always know, uh, internal projects in a consulting company, um, you, you need to be very careful and uh, you have all the, all the resources in the house, but normally if you're successful, they don't have time for your internal projects. Uh, so you have to find the time and, uh, and try to do that in, in smaller doses. So the last time we talked, we were actually at the stage that we had uh, uh, success factors, employee central in place. We had uh, compensation and goals in place. Um, we had goals and performance in, in place. And that was kind of the, the, the main core we used in success factors. Everything already integrated into our, uh, into our business processes uh, to, to S4 and to our value chain. Um, so uh, this was already sort of integrated. But uh, when you look at it from a holistic point of view, there are still some pieces missing. And um, this is what we, what we are doing right now. Um, if you take this whole process from hire to retire, actually the hire part was missing. Uh, we, were, we already did some retirement. We actually had uh, a few colleagues last year that uh, in fact did retire. Um, but we were actually uh, having a, an interruption of the process in, in, in respect to recruiting. And as we all know, recruiting is a crucial thing for the consulting companies, especially in the SAP context, and especially uh, when we look of, of what is the wave coming to us in respect to S4 conversions and all the customers that need to go to, to S4. Recruiting is a, is a crucial key for us. So we we decided to implement the recruiting piece uh, and the recruiting module from success factors, which we are doing right now. And besides that, and with all the brand change that we did and the uh, rebranding of our company and launching a new website, um, we will integrate success factors, uh, the recruiting model directly in our webpage. So we have all the job postings available there to get kind of this, this uh, uh, process just running through this whole whole systems and instances as smoothly as possible so that we can link success factors recruiting directly to employee central once we really hire a person and besides that if we look into planning of the business units um, we implemented um, 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 the analytics cloud uh, budget planning um, module. And from there, we can take it now into re recruiting again uh, if we do planning on positions. So position planning connected then to, to recruiting and that these all things fit together and make sense at the end uh, for the company and that we get a holistic view over the, the whole company. Uh, so what are the needs on, on recruitment? What are the needs in the, diff needs in the different business units? And to bring this big picture actually together for the management so we have actually all facts for, for decisions. Okay, so you actually answered my, my, my questions already. You have implemented for you the hire to retire processes. Why yes. am I asking that? Now that we give our customers the opportunity to, to build a suite of best of breed in the cloud, we noticed that they completely changed the perspectives on, like, tell me what's in S4HANA, but 
tell me what's in hire to retire or make to order or other end-to-end processes order to cash etc and this is very important um, and once you have the foundation laid up uh, they ask us okay what are the intelligent technologies in that? and I'd like to ask you first internally um, you know, it could be machine learning it could be RPA for example why was that important to you yes and and this is actually a key that you're saying you have to arrive on the platform and then try to expand from there and then you are able to think of all these uh, new technologies uh, that are available. And if we stick to the recruiting process, um, so as we were getting bigger and bigger, we get more and more systems, we get more and more user accounts and passwords all over the company. And actually the challenge is when we actually hired a new uh, employee, you have to start the onboarding process. So the onboarding process, partly supported by success factors, partly still, it, it used to be uh, quite a lot of manual work um, to apply all the user accounts to the system, to apply all the rights uh, uh, to these user accounts, to apply all these passwords. And since we were actually growing quite heavily, um, this became a bit of a burden. Uh, it became actually a lot of work for our internal HR team and for our compliance team, which actually de dealt with all the users. So we were thinking, well, how can we do this smarter? And um, actually we came up based on a, on a master thesis that was written in my team from Benjamin um, and he actually uh, figured out uh, what are we able to do with SAP Intelligent Robotic Process Automation, so IRPA. And he actually figured out, well, well, this is this is quite smart, and we maybe can do something very smart with that. So we figured out what could be a good use case. So we actually took exactly this use case of hiring new employees and applying all these user accounts and uh, uh, authorizations to these user, user accounts and dis, uh, display them over, over the whole landscape. And um, from a few hours that we needed actually uh, for this process, uh, we re reduced that to minutes uh, because he's using IRPA technology to gather all the informations uh, based on, on a list, um, which is ex actually extracted and exported on the org structure from success factors. So with that, you have already the definition in which team is this new employee, uh, what are his authorizations, and we automatically take the information from there and deploy it to all the, the, all the business required system landscapes uh, over the whole landscape. And instead of, of 10 to 15 hours, we need it every, every month because we, we start with new employees every month, um, it's down to like five to 10 minutes. Great efficiency and cost savings, I assume. Yeah, not only efficiency in cost saving, it is, it is uh, the, the quality of work which was needed there was just boring, annoying and boring. And uh, to take this away from the HR and the compliance team just brought a smile to their face. Mm, I can yeah. assume so. 
Julia? I just wanted to emphasize this because this is where where we take pride in actually developing a intelligent process. Um, and we wouldn't dream about uh, saying that um, we mastered the whole concept of the intelligent enterprise because uh, this is like a huge um, holistic approach. But at least at this part, um, we did it perfectly because our HR team, they had tons of work to do with the pandemic. And then to add uh, on that uh, redundant work that we could optimize, that was really a game changer for that. And and this is where you where you need to um, take the first step into the whole intelligent enterprise thing because it's not really something that you can get out of a box or with a blueprint because you have to see what your specific use cases are, what your company needs at the moment, and where you can build on a foundation that you have to lay up priorly, obviously. <laughs> so um, this is actually where I think. Every company should should start intelligently and small and then take baby steps towards the bigger goal. Let's talk about exactly that uh, and change the perspective and now have a look at your customers on the market you're serving, right? Because you're kind of leading by example, but how is the market reacting on your own story and what are, where are they? We, we we said lay the foundation and then think about you know bring that to the next level with intelligent ERPs intelligent processes where are where is the market today where are your customers today yeah i think we had a lot of work to do to get the market to see the the possibilities and the opportunities and not just the challenges um and like the upcoming apocalypse with the um maintenance stop in 2027 and um we really got them thinking and they know um, that they need to do something to to also get more innovative, to to um, grow long-term and not just short-term and with, uh, with quick wins that happen in silos. So um, we want to bring them to see the bigger picture. And what I mean with quick wins in silos is that you start uh, a super innovative project but you don't have the foundation to really get the data um, that you need and make it transparent on a management level, right? So you might have a cool case, but you don't have the foundation to really build on that. And this is where where we want to go with our customers, like um, build the foundation, get all your basics done, and then innovate fast. Yeah, I, mean, I hope maybe just. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, you're 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 absolutely right, Julia. And actually, it is it is it is a kind of a journey for all the customers, and it depends on where's their bus stop uh, and where are they entering on that journey. Um, so if I look at my customers, uh, which just start the journey on an S4 project, S4 cloud, public cloud project, um, their concern is actually to transfer their processes into a, a cloud SAP ERP solution. And um, they are quite heavy, heavily busy with that. And this, is, this, is, this needs to work and this needs to run. But they will not start exactly at that point thinking about IRPA. That's too early in, on that journey. They need to actually go on that ride, bring their, bring their system to, the, uh, to this foundation, 
and then start with the next little weekend trips uh, and you can do uh, an I IRPA project. Uh, and, and this is not like a, a very huge project. This is, a, this is about like, let's have a look at our processes. Where do we have redundant work? How can we do that smarter? And these are then small weekend trips that you can do compared to a, a, a long uh, summer journey which you actually have when you do the implementation of your S4 system. And this is a bit, um, you need to get there first and we need to look at where are our customers. So actually right now I'm, I'm talking to a customer that, and they already did a big part of the journey. Um, they already have uh, laid out the S4HANA public cloud system to several legal entities. They have still some more legal entities to go. But now besides they said, well, can we have a discussion on IRPA? We want to automate some things. Is there something that, that, that you are using? Is there something, can you look with us at our processes? Can we think of something smart? Now there, and I see really now they are about, they, they get a little bit the head out of the water from their projects and they see, um, so what's out there? What can we do? What can we optimize? And this is exactly where we need, where we need them to go. So when SAP talks about intelligent technologies, there are, are many, right? From machine learning, predictive and analytics, you have the situation handling scenarios, you have RPA, conversational AI. I feel that for most of your customer, a next logical step, because it brings operations to automation is RPA. Is it, is it correct? That's, that could be one thing. Uh, it is one option of many, uh, but IRPA is one thing to do automation within the SAP context and with the services that the SAP cloud platform or the business technology platform provides us today. Okay. What about then the others, you know, machine learning, uh, predictive, none of those technologies are actually new, but they just came to a, let's say, another level of maturity, a different costs, etc. So it's it's kind of at your fingertips. So would you say that machine learning is, is next and with the same demand on the market? I think machine learning is, is a bit more complex. You don't have that quick win like with IRPA, where you have this, as I said, this little weekend journey, this little small project. Um, when it comes to machine learning, it, it is a bit of more a complex thing. It is, it is a bit more thing of um, what do you want to do with a whole bunch of data? Where do you get this data from? And the, the smart thing is not to have the data. The smart thing is what do I do with the data and how can we get any benefit from this data. And this is where, where this is a little bit more complex, but the technology is there, it's easy to use, uh, but you need a little bit more, uh, uh, more deep thinking and uh, a good concept on what you wanna achieve with that. So it, from my perspective, it is a more complex project, uh, but still technology is not the burden anymore. It is not the hurdle you have to jump over. You can just use the technology. The hurdle is now to think of something smart that you want to do with that data. Okay, so the technology is as easy as you need, but the business case itself would be more complex? Yes, and to get to the process to to come to the point that you have this data there and uh, that, is, that this data is little treasure uh, where you can get something out of that data if you can think smart enough about that and can use the technology to get actually 
the the result out of that data that you need for your for your decisions for maybe a new service or whatever you have there. Uh, so this is why I'm think I'm saying this is a little bit more complex compared to an to a standardized project where a uh, process where everybody knows this is annoying me, this is annoying the team, this is repetitive work, uh, which is so easy to grab and see and to transfer and automate. Um, so that, that's a bit the difference. And now if you look at different end-to-end -end processes, where would you say that your customers need those intelligent technologies most? That's a trick question <laughs> because no customers like the other. And I think that it would depend on uh, the industry they're in. So for... Um, for service provider, it's uh, more like lead to to cash. Um, for for manufacturers, is um, a whole different uh, set of processes that tie in together, and also the 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 technologies that they use. So for manufacturers, is more machine learning, while for service provider, it might be more. IRPA in matching leads to opportunities on customer data or something like that. Yeah, if we stick to that example um, for for manufacturing customers, um, they collect a lot of data about the pro uh, about the products they are manufacturing. Actually, there are a lot of sensors in there, and they collect a lot of data. Um, but maybe they are not doing anything with that data. They just want to make sure, they just want to see how many products they are they producing per day and uh, what is the quality and, and so on. Um, but actually they could get more out of that data. And the complex thing is, thing is actually to think about where is the treasure in that data and how can I get that out there? And how can I use KI uh, or um, machine learning to get that out? Okay, I, uh, AI. AI, sorry, <laughs> sorry, artificial intelligence. <laughs> no problem. I think we have a few German people who will smile as well listening to AI. <laughs> um, now you've just told us what customer can improve, but we as a vendor, SAP, what can we improve? You know, we're not uh, close to Christmas, but close to Easter. If you had uh, Julia and, and Philippe, your Easter wish in terms of technology, what should be next? I don't really have a wish for technology, but more like for for how you you tackle the the intelligent enterprise thingy. And I think you did a very smart uh, step with Rice with SAP, like the bundling. And I think this is where it gets really interesting in the future, like how you bundle those technologies and all your services and uh, systems and make it available to to the customers. Yeah, and so it's not really a wish, I mean, though, Philip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing really new. But um, you know, you have all these line of business solutions at SAP. You have the core solutions, and you have the line of business solutions. And we have actually our glue layer, as I always call it, the uh, business business technology platform integration layer. Um, my wish would be. Uh, even more than we already have, more standardized automatic integration of all these solutions, maybe some monitoring on these integrations uh, there. So um, I, my wish would be more and more invest in that area. We are on a good path. It improved tremendously the, the last two years. Um, but I think there's still more room uh, to go. <laughs> 
Okay, well, fair. Thanks to both of you for the the candid feedback and thanks for sharing so many insight on the um, inside perspective of your company and and the market as you perceive it today. I think we have a deal. This is a journey. We might meet you in a couple weeks or months to do a next episode and see where you are and where your customers are on those end-to-end implementation and the um, intelligent layer on top, I would say. Is it okay for you? Happily. <laughs> Fantastic. Happily. Would like to join you again and maybe we get some insights on, on some other topics. Very cool. Julia and Philip, thanks so much for the conversation. It was a pleasure um, catching with you and Nagaro and Nagaro's customers. As always, if you like this episode and if you have any feedback or would like to propose another special topics of interest, even to our partner Nagaro, engage with us via insightS4 at sp.com. Just repeat, insightS4 at acp.com. And of course, as always, stay tuned and be inside ACPS for HANA. Bye-bye, everyone.